Welcome to Time Played 3HR. <laughs> the video game podcast, I don't know. Um, my name is um, Louis. Hi, and my name's Lockie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, this week I got to play Mark of the Ninja, I believe it's called. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about it. So let's do it. Lucky. Hey man, how you doing? It's Christmas. It's nearly Christmas. In a it's getting there, isn't it? Big context. Sort of yeah, I mean, it's getting cold. Are you excited about it? Hang on, let me put this mic more in front of my face. There we go. For Christmas, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I watched uh, Gavin and Stacey yesterday for the first time. I've never seen it. It's actually really good. I recommend it. It's only two series. Each series is six episodes. Uh, and then there's a Christmas special at the end. So the mm. Christmas special, which is like an hour long goodie, got me quite excited. Hmm. Yeah, I miss Christmas specials. The one I always think of is, um, was there, there was a Christmas special for Extras? I've, I haven't, watch extras? I've, I've never watched it in its entirety. I quite liked Extras, though. It's like super repetitive. Right. Um, and there's only so much of that kind of cringe, Ricky Gervais cringe humor that I can like stand before I need to just like shower. Um, Get out of there. But, but, um, but I, whatever there was like a maybe it was just like a bonus episode, but there was like a long feature length episode. Right. I feel like it was a Christmas one, and it must um, be these things. These things are. It was good. He has like this big long speech at the end, and it's very compelling. Sometimes you know, sometimes I'm not a huge Ricky Gervais fan, but sometimes he writes like very well. Mm. He and whoever, I guess he writes with like Stephen Merchant. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I know Office was. I'm not sure who did extras. Mm. But. Uh, yeah, so I mean that kind of got me in the Christmas mood with all the, all the songs, and you know I've never been a big James Corden fan until no. I until I watched uh, this show. You converted? Yeah, he. Well, no, I haven't, but I think in Gavin and Stacey, he he is excellent, and he writes it, um, and I think it's just I think it's very good, great show. Hmm. Mm. Maybe I'll watch. I don't know if I would enjoy it. Uh, it, it's very easy to enjoy. Yeah, it's very easy to. Um, so let, let's kick off, bud. Uh, ah. And I think the first thing we should get into is yeah. your League of Legends recap. Oh, yeah, I completely uh-huh. forgot about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> My goodness. So do you remember who I predicted? Yes, I do. I have it, okay. I have it down here. So there were uh, two teams left to, pro- to progress. Can I just say before we start this, my favorite thing about this is that we've got because why would we? We've got no feedback about whether or not people enjoyed this segment from last time. And now we're just rolling on through to the second segment of this. And I, and I love that a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, good. you know, <laughs> no, no feedback means it doesn't really matter um, what we this do. This could be the, yeah. Anyway, p- please tell me what I predicted. So, I think I remember, um, was there a team called Mad Gaming? <laughs> the, the Mad Team, all caps. And then there was Liquid? Yep. Team Liquid. And so those were your two predictions for Group C to progress. Uh, so 
when we recorded last time, Group C and Group D were yet to play their games. Two teams from each progressed. You had a guess at which teams those would be. And in mm-hmm. Group C, you guessed Team Liquid and Mad yep. Team. Yep, guaranteed. Yep. And uh, the result is? Uh, Liquid and Mad Team. I don't know why you're asking. Um, so that neither of those guys got three. How many were in there? Four. Oh. So they, so the, so li, li, you said Liquid would come first and Mad Team would come second. Liquid came third and Mad Team came last. So okay, so that that's like so, kind of right. So that's something. Yeah. And uh, then you predicted Fnatic and G Rex mm-hmm. in Group D. Fnatic came first in their group after an amazing okay. undefeated run. Okay, on I don't that remember day, this one, mm. which was incredible. Um, mm. the Euro team, European team they're my boys I love them and uh, through an incredible run um, they took the winning team to a tiebreaker by uh, beating them which put them in two games back to back and then they won both those games which meant they came out top of the group which was crazy and uh, mm. G-Rex came bottom so mm. one out of four I predicted G-Rex yeah I don't feel like that's a name I would have chosen. Well, uh, you're going to have to... What go, were the other go, options? Go to old you. Um, it was... Uh, God, who even was it? Oh, it doesn't it really matter. matter. Whatever, yeah. Um, but we go on to next week, on to the quarterfinals now. Hmm. Uh, and let me just get them up, so cover me for a second. Um, um, oh God, stress. <laughs> there's, um, there's two whisper bars sitting on my desk and like my desk is white and the whisper bars are purple and I, they're very eye catching the little gold Cabri font across the side. Yeah. It's all, it's just all I'm thinking about. Give them a, give them an eat. I can't. Oh, pickums. Um, <laughs> there was also a moment on last week's, last week's podcast where I ate a sandwich for no, about, you didn't. For about five seconds before I realized. Lucky. That you'd get Which part? Beginning or end? No, it's like deep in. <laughs> Wait, you, why? It's like, it's I like, feel like 25 you just minutes have sandwiches in. like sitting around. I did, why, yeah. Why, why are you like halfway through? You're like half an hour into a podcast and then you start to eat a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't... Okay, so... Um, <laughs> so, in the quarterfinals, we have uh. four games, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one, let me grab a pen, uh, is between Afrika Freaks or Cloud9. Mm-hmm. So I need to choose one of those. You need to choose which one of those teams will progress <laughs> to the semifinals. Um, I feel like I've heard Cloud9 before. Um, so okay. I'm going to guess them. Okay. I feel like maybe they're like the hot shit. Okay. Then so Cloud Nine in the uh, on the other side of this bracket we have Fnatic versus Edward Gaming. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember Edward Gaming. There's no yes. no no chance with Edward Gaming. All right, Fnatic. No, absolutely no chance. Fnatic is um I like is going to be rooting the uh, rooting on the Europeans. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I Fnatic. appreciate that. I've got them to to win. I reckon. Wait, wait. Not where, really. Where's there. Edward Gaming from? Uh, China. Huh. Interesting name choice. Yeah. Um, then Edward. in the third third game, we have Katie Rolster 
versus Invictus Gaming. I didn't like either of those. Or did I? Um, Invictus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Uh-huh. Uh, in the fourth and final one, hmm. we have Royal Never Give Up. Hmm. Team Royal Never Give Up mm -hmm. or G2 Esports? I mean, Royal Never Give Up is quite a name. <laughs> it's a great name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a spectacular name. Um, so I guess I'm going for RNG. Royal Never Give Up. Okay. Well, is good. it Royal colon? Uh, no, just Royal Never Give Up. Mm. Uh, and so with that short segment over, we can progress on to the game. Thank the Lord. Mm -hmm. Lucky. Yeah, hey. What what game did you play this so week? So you made me play Mark of the Ninja this week, which is a game I played about 20 minutes of uh, probably two years ago. Obviously, I only played 20 minutes of it, which, you know, suggests it wasn't my favorite. And uh, haven't looked at it again, ever looked at it again. However, I know it's one of your favorites. It is one of my favorites. Tell me why. <laughs> so I, I, I would um, actually be interested to find out why you come from, why you actually like it so much. You know, so I've been playing it again myself. And I have been finding it a little bit harder to... Oh, I love it. That's so juicy. <laughs> to reconnect with the love. Not, I still think it's great. But I, I think at the time I played it, I thought it was, like, like one of the best stealth games I'd ever played. And now I'm, like, it's a good stealth game. I think I think okay. what's great about it... Yeah, I'm listening. Um, is, and this isn't, like, a particularly positive thing to say, but it manages to, like, avoid so many of the pitfalls that most, like, stealth games fall into. Like, all of... I feel like... I feel like it's very playable... Um, it's very, um, approachable. And I think they do such a great job with the fact that it's in 2D. I think that was like a pretty mammoth task for the team. Clay, I think they're called, um, to like make a soft game in 2D. Like, turns out they figured it out. They figured it out in one go and like it yeah. works really, really well. I mean, there aren't really many 2D stealth games, are there? No. Especially like Not, side yeah. scrolling. But things, side there aren't even too many... Uh, so, Mark of the Ninja is like a side-scrolling 2D platformer stealth game. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I think the best thing about a 2D side-scrolling platformer that's a stealth game is uh, that the vision cones are easy. You yeah. know, you know exactly when you're in vision and when exactly when they can't see you, which yeah. is I think the biggest problem I have with a lot of stealth games. Yeah, it does. I think it does a really, really, really great job telling you all the information you need at all times um so not only can you see where like an enemy is looking but you can see the noise you're making like it's like reverberates circles around you and other things like birds and stuff when they make noise it tells you like when an enemy has like heard something or seen something it tells you where they're gonna go what they're gonna look at where they heard the noise from um it's just communicating like everything very effectively very quickly 
uh, much better than like most stealth games you would play, I would say. But it, yeah. it also manages to still be like complex because like the so you haven't played like Spider Man yet, but one really? of the things that Spider Man does, which has quite a lot of like stealth in it, if you choose to play it that way, is it tells you, it like literally writes a word next to each enemy, and it says I think it says. It says hidden or danger, so danger in red and hidden in green. Okay. And basically, if you just see the green word hidden, it means you can like stealth take down um, okay. them, That's and no one nice. will see it. Yeah, which is great. Nice. But at yeah. the same time, there's oh, like okay. a it's good, but at the same time, it feels like it. I, I've kind of that choice has kind of been removed from me. Right. Um, because I just know that okay, so that's the right decision to make. Like, why wouldn't I do that? Um. Whereas in a game like Mark of the Ninja or whatever, it's you have all the information, but it's not just saying now's the right time to do this. There's now's the only time to do this. You know, um, yeah. it's still allowing you to mess up, but only because you ha- haven't used the knowledge it's given you effectively. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because um, that was a long-winded paragraph. Kind of. So, so it kind of made sense. Also, by the way, Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider, does that as well. It, it like highlights enemies in gold when. They're not seen by other enemies in red when they are. I mean, it's because you're working in 2D and Mm -hmm. it's literally just uh, whether you're seen or not. That is one uh, way that definitely makes it easier. And then, like, the sound circles are good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, they they all work to the point where, generally speaking, you're going to mess up um, or get caught off by accident. That said, a couple of times I felt like I was. Yeah. Yeah. In what way? Um, just like a mess up or, you know, throw something at something and it would reveal me when I wasn't expecting it to. Hmm. Which oh, I don't really care about. It's a stealth game. Like, I expect these things. However, what I did like about this game... Uh, did you play three hours of it? I played, like, two and a half. Did you like it? Not really. <laughs> Okay, sorry, carry on. It was fine. We didn't know that yet. And I <laughs> it was fine. Um, <laughs> I think I have a bit of a thing against, like, average, well, in my opinion, average side-scrolling. You do. You, well, you I absolutely you do. I think, I think you just have a thing against side-scrolling in general. I think I, I don't know if I do, because if it's fun, side-scrolling, uh, like, if it's, I don't even know how to describe it, like, fast-paced or just gripping or fun. I'm into it. You, However, can't, you can't use, you can't, uh, most of those words suck. Because <laughs> I would say that like Limbo and Inside and Mark of the Ninja are all so, gripping, so, okay. fast paced and fun. Uh, I would disagree. I mean, Limbo. Maybe not fast paced, but like, yeah, so I would say they I, were I fun think, and I gripping. think weirdly enough, the um, these are games that are meant to look nice. I never think they do look that nice. Uh, mm. and people seem to love them for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was going to say something about what I did like about this game, and I've totally... Oh, sorry. I took away the wrong, wrong positive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, when you do get discovered in this game, it didn't feel too punishing. And I yeah. thought the recovery was actually quite fun. I thought, like, the spam-clicking combat was quite fun and frantically jumping around trying to not get shot by the uh, guards mm. felt good. 
That's fun because I I haven't really experienced that part of the game because I um, Ooh, reflexively pro. I restart. I re- no. I restart from checkpoint. Oh, I, yeah. I I've done that. I think you know what happened was I played the first Dishonored through, and I was like, I'm going to play through this without getting seen or killing anyone. Yeah. Um, and to do that, what I had to do was quick save and quick load constantly. Yeah. Um, and I did that, and now I cannot play a stealth game without like obsessively needing to play through it without being seen or, or killing anyone. What do you um, do if a game doesn't offer you quick saves? Uh, then so I did you play just... through the latest you MGS did. like that? Uh, uh, well, well, I, uh, that was with a game is like MGS, then like, there's not much I can do about it. But like, if it's like a quick save or there's like a checkpoint, that's really, if they're like ba- broken up into levels, basically, mm. um, then I, then I will just reload when I get seen. Okay. But like MGS is like far too big and open and, and blah, blah, blah. But it's I, I game. probably would find in like MGS five that if I got seen, I would like sort of kind of completely leave the area. Right. Let it all settle down and start again. Before you even made mm. your way out. Or yeah, I, I just, I don't, there are very few stealth games. In fact, we talked about it before. One of the few that I haven't done that with, although, wait, what am I saying? We talked about how in The Last of Us, I really like the dynamic change from when you're quiet to when you're being spotted. I like those two levels of combat or whatever. Mm. Um but I have been through Last of Us without being spotted as well. Right. But that was quite a laborious That's, challenge. That I think sounds part tough of, to me. Part of that game is about that, is about that tough, swap. Yeah. yeah. Um, who, who are we talking about? Something. Just about this game. I'm about being, being discovered. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I haven't, I haven't really seen that part of it. So, it's good, right? It, um, it's, well, I, I like it because you get seen... Uh, they start to shoot you, but they'll like take aim and then shoot a few rounds. Mm. Uh, so you can, but you can sort of dodge the bullet if you manage to like just jump and sort of flail around and not give them a few seconds to like lock onto you. So you yeah. have to sort of awkwardly jump all over them, start shooting, uh, and not sorry, not shooting, start like furiously clicking and getting punches mm. off. And I, it I works. Would, I would, um, one thing I would always like from stealth games is when you get seen by an enemy to not then everyone immediately know because there's something i think actually quite satisfying when a stealth game is like you can get seen by the enemy that's not the end of the world that's not the end of a mission that's not how life works mm. um you just have to deal with it in an effective manner um i think that's fair and like like metal gear solid 5 does that actually like if you get seen by one person you have like quite a few moments to sort of neutralize the situation before it like um yeah gets worse that's which is like a godsend because it gives yeah. you that slow motion gives you a chance to pull off a nifty headshot with your stun gun if yeah. you nail it you feel good it's rewarding if not you're like well i goofed up twice yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly like fair yeah. play deserve that, it. that's fine yeah. i deserve that yeah uh but otherwise it's a bit lame how do you feel about the fact that like all games are like stealth games now i don't think they are but like way more like i just i i feel great about it (laughs) um but it just seems like there's like a stealth part um in like so many video games nowadays like if it's if it's a third person action 
video game, I feel like it'll have stealth sections or probably you'll be able to like crouch and like take someone out from behind. Yeah. Because like even like Uncharted 4 is you can play that game like very stealthily and that's weird. Yeah. Um, um, I, I bet you Red Dead I, I 2 mean, will have like some stealth stuff in it. Yeah. I, I mean like I'm not against. Spider-Man does. I'm not against does. stealth in the terms of like just don't be seen. But it's when it becomes like a stealth level that it becomes a bit laborious. Yeah. When I it's think a whole, a whole stealth level. You know, if it's think, like, if it's a different apo- approach to play, yeah. fine. If it's, uh, you have to stealth to progress, eh. Yeah. Generally not so well done. I think you can only do stealth to progress in a game that's like entirely built around stealth. I think yeah. if it's like mostly... Any half just a, stealth is normally pretty bad. Like horrendous, yeah. There are some there are some weird stealth sections in Spider Man, but I'll let you um enjoy those Thank you. <laughs> yourself. Uh, so I, I liked how you have little bamboo throwing sticks. I don't know what you'd call them. They were are like they just kunai. Spikes. Would you call them kunai? Maybe that's what they were. Yeah, um, bamboo kunai, which you can use to like hit lights, turn off lights, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought that was all very effective. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing I I quite like about the way I don't know if you played enough to like see this, but you get optional objectives in each level. Um, yeah, uh, and, so they offer those from the start. Um, but the cool thing is, is that so they're they're usually based around different playstyles. So they'll be like kill three guards or scare three enemies doing this or get through a place without being seen. Yeah. Um. So they reward like different types of playstyles, and then I think when you complete three of them. You unlock a outfit that changes the way you Ooh. look, but also, but that also um has like a bonus effect. Okay. Um, which is cool because that outfit is like suited to your playstyle that you've already been doing by completing the objectives. Okay. So the first that suit I played through this like game like numerous times. So the first suit I always get is um. Ooh, Alexa's. Oh, chopped up. It's off. Alexa, stop. <laughs> God damn it. Is it is it over? Yeah, yeah, she's good. Um, the, the first thing that I always get is the like super stealthy one. So it means you can sprint without making any noise, but you don't have um, a sword, so you can't kill anyone. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly how I play the game anyway. So I just get like the bonus of um, uh, not not having to worry about running around, which is great because yeah, running around is fun. It's really nice. Um, it's definitely really nice. Although this time playing through, I decided to go all murdery because I hadn't really done that before. So I wanted to give it a go. Yeah. But Makes the game way easier, it turns out. Really? Yeah. I was pretty murdery. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. You know what I really enjoyed in terms of these bonus missions, though? Mm. Um, so I just come off from playing Doom where I was doing these bonus missions. Bonus missions. Bonus missions. Bonus missions. Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, I was doing these bonus missions um, <laughs> voluntarily, and then to play Mark the Ninja, see them, and be like, you know what? I'm just not gonna do them. <laughs> felt really great. <laughs> it really felt good, honestly. Yeah, uh-huh. I think I've experienced that in games before. <laughs> just like, yeah. nah, I'll just do the main you know thing what? and get it on with. It's fine. I'm just gonna progress. Yeah, and that's not a problem. So that yeah. felt good. There are a couple like I'll, the game looks nice enough. Yeah, I think I don't think it looks great. I think it looks I think I mean it's pretty old. It's a bit at this flashy. Point. Um yeah, it does look a bit like a flash game. Um in 
places. Um, some the animations are quite nice. I like the movement quite a lot. Um, okay. You can like uh, cling to walls and ceilings and like climb up, scale up buildings and stuff, and that feels good. And you like hang on overhangs and stuff, which is kind of funky. Um, it's just it just feels good. It always just feels good in video games to be looming over other like characters basically that's mm. just a good feeling to be above things always yeah. Yeah. and forever that's yeah. just like a human thing i guess um, um so yeah i i i guess i don't really know why you don't like it is it you find it boring um i think it's largely that what is it that's boring to you about it um what's not engaging you it's not what's not engaging me, Lou. It's what is engaging me, <laughs> which is very little. <laughs> so what would you need to be more engaged? <laughs> I don't know. So maybe just more enjoyable gameplay or... Yeah, I, th- I think when it comes down to a game like this, it has to either look out of this world stunning, have humor, or be have more enjoyable gameplay. And you just found it lacking in like the things you were doing you didn't find like the climbing around satisfying the sneaking past enemies satisfying like solving because it's a face effectively it's like a puzzle game right like yeah logically. when you when you when you like take a stealth game and you put it into 2d it becomes very puzzly you like walk into a room and it's like okay there's two guards there mm-hmm. and they cross over there and those lights turn off then yeah I need to get through it this way and i think maybe because my heart wasn't in it totally mm-hmm. uh you know maybe that's like contributes that's, I mean, that's the hugest flaw about this podcast. Yeah, it really, it really is. It really it's is. It's that we have to play games we don't want to play. Yeah. And then you're often just like rushing through it or don't give it enough of a chance. Yeah. It's a tough one. I thought, and, and like the story was very uninteresting. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know. There's a twist though. Is there? There's a twist. Oh, oh, oh. what happened? Do you want to guess hit? what the twist is? Your girlfriend is the baddie. It's not that far off. You're the baddie. <laughs> You're closer with the the lady. Your old master was the baddie. <laughs> Do you want me to say? I feel like I shouldn't say. Uh, tell me. I'm never going to. Spoiler. I actually, to be honest, I barely remember. I think you're, the master guy is the bad guy. Okay. And you realize that the this like there's this woman that like follows you around and like runs ahead of you and like catches up to you who's telling you like the objectives and she's just a nin- ninja lady yeah um she's a puppet she's uh playing she you exist. for a fool <gasps> she doesn't she she's um she's like because like basically the premise of the thing no. is you get you get like this poisonous tattoo <laughs> so dumb you get this poisonous tattoo on your back i think it looks like a dragon it and does. it um it makes you really good at killing guys but eventually you get you'll get too good at killing guys so you have to sacrifice yourself by doing the whole ninja kill myself thing okay um and so basically she is just like i think she's just like a vision which is just a handy way to have like a tutorial lady hang around um yeah, yeah. and i i don't really remember if she like tries to manipulate you at the end or she helps you out or but she's like a vision brought on by the tattoo because you're going crazy basically. Right. i think i've only like beaten the game like once or twice fair how long is it it's not very long 
Fair enough. But it's got a, it's got a good good amount of replay if you want to. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of these these games they just don't grip me. No, that's totally fair. So I mean, if I think of like, I mean, we've talked about Limbo. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think which 2D platformers I've really liked recently. Uh, Super Mario Three. Um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did you see they um they added four new games to the thing? No, I didn't. What are they? Anything good? Um, it's they did exactly what I said. I wish they. I hope they do. Which was they would add one every week, and, but they did it at the end of the month, so they decided oh, four. Awesome. Great. Um, so hopefully they're just going to keep doing that. They added. I didn't really play any of them for more than two seconds, of course. But um, sure. There was like a golf game, Solomon's Key, which I have no idea what it is. Um, something else, and. They added the coolest thing they added was um they added Legend of Zelda, but it's called so they modified it, so it's called the Legend of Zelda um Living Life and Luxury or Life and Luxury or something. Okay. So basically you just start the original Legend of Zelda with like the white sword and I guess and like loads of health and stuff. Okay. So it's like an easy mode. Cool. Because that game is pretty hard to get into in the first really? place. So mm. interesting. Hmm. Um, well, that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah. And it's good that they are adding stuff. Anyway, um, you were saying the last... What's the last side-scroller you liked? Um, I don't. I can't really think of any, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a mess up. <laughs> Did you like Braid? Because um, you liked The Witness. Yeah. Very different games. I, I mean, I played Braid such, such a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, that I don't really remember. <laughs> I know, I do remember. It was fine. I think I did enjoy it until I got stuck. Yeah. At which point I no longer enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That was cool, though. That had, like, an interesting gameplay mechanic. It did. It was very um, interesting. And it was more of a puzzle game than a 2D platformer. I don't think I ever finished it. No way. Me either. It was hard as nails. That yeah. game got really hard. You finished The Witness, though, and that seemed a lot harder to me. With a little bit of help from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay did go. I got really far, though. I tell you what, I did get far. Yeah. I feel hard. like I got pretty far, but you know, it, you do that, I do that thing where... You move on, you get stuck on one puzzle, and you say, oh, I guess I'll just move on to something else. The witness then, allowed you to do that, though. I which mean, was great, which was great, but then I just, like, kept doing it <laughs> until I was just out of puzzles. Oh, really? I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to call it a day. Oh, dude, you should go back to it. thing is, you need it on PC. That's. I would love it if they put it out on Switch, TBH. Oh, yes, it would be great on the Switch. It would be great. I would probably finish it Ain't if it was on the Switch. that the truth? Um... Should we call it there on the old Mark of Ninja? Um, Unless you've got anything else you want to say? Rip it to shreds, uh, so The only other note I'd jot down is that when you go into slow motion, when you pull out your weapons, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Does it? Like, it just kind of pauses everything. It pauses everything, but also all the lights in the background shine really bright. Mm. And it actually looks good. I like that you can like queue up commands with that. It's quite cool. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, other than that, no, I'm good to move on. And um, I guess just round it off in general. Yeah, man. 
Um, so, yeah, Mark of the Ninja. Mark of the Ninja, well done. Um, next week is our Halloween special. <laughs> it certainly is. So apparently the only holiday we celebrate on Time Play 3 HR. <laughs> uh-huh. We had a Christmas um, PUBG episode. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty Christmas. <laughs> it was very Christmassy. We put a Christmas tree on the cover art. Um, Did we? Yeah, we put it on the three, right? We put like a Santa yeah. hat. On the hat, that's it. Uh, so, so you've chosen something spooky, scary. I'm hoping. Yes, I have. Is it actually spooky, scary? Well, I tell you what, it's all about. <laughs> let me give you some. Not, let me, it's not scary. Is it? <laughs> let me give you some clues. Lucky, this is the one time of year where I'm up for playing hey, a scary game, listen, and you're wasting it. Listen to me. You're wasting it because it's going to be some gag, some right. gag game. No, incorrect. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, what I heard is quite scary, which I could do a curveball to, uh, and play that instead. Well, That's... you can't tell me because I got to guess it. Well, okay, you know, what? I'm going to stick to my original one. It's all about s- monsters and screams. It's all about monsters and screams. Yeah. Can you give me a platform? Yeah. GBA. Oh, come on. Lucky. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Um, then I don't know. I don't know what it is. Monsters and screams. Let me describe... Um. You know, no, and it's not just about any old scream. It's about collecting and harvesting screams. Collecting and har- that sounds familiar. You want a little bit more? Is it like Monsters Inc. the GB game? <laughs> yes, it is. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's wicked. <laughs> oh, that's not spooky at all. <laughs> it's wicked though. That's a gag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. Ugh. Fine, fine, Oof. fine, fine. Okay, fine. fine. Just, you know what? I'm just going to recommend a spooky game for my week after. That's fine. And I'll recommend another spooky game for the week after that. <laughs> it's going to be it's spooky season. We should have <laughs> been doing this the whole of October. Okay. But it'll spill over into November. Okay. Um, Lucky, when when does this podcast release uh, itself? Thank into the you, wild? everyone, if you've somehow managed to get to this point in the podcast. Well done for listening to uh, Time Played 3HR, a video game podcast made by me and Louie. And mm. it goes up every Sunday on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play. Uh, so if you frequent any of those places, it'll be there. Otherwise, it won't be there. Um, and mm. yeah, I appreciate you listening. Me too. Okay. And next Thanks week, so next week. Oh, next week. Uh, yes, and also. We'll find out how you do in your quarterfinal predictions. Oh, shit. You won't be here. No, I will be here, but they might have already done the semis as well. We'll figure it out. Well, I might just have to we'll figure skip out. on past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dua. See you later. Bye.